Oh, yes. We are back. Happy Friday, motherfuckers. It's Micah. It's Brad. It's back to recover. Brad, how you doing this Friday? Oh, I, I skipped the hype. I don't even need a cue. Oh, yeah. I, I'm on top of this, Micah. Don't you worry. Okay, good. I'm, I, yeah, I, totally. I know when to push the hype for, and you don't have to tell me anymore. It's been I'm like three years, right so, now. yeah. Uh, okay. I, I did figure out what the sound cue is, so I, I got the high porn here. I'm great, Micah. It's a great Friday. Uh, man, the holidays can't come soon enough. I can't wait to have some days off. Boy, I tell you what, but uh, this right here well, is a treat. It is a good way to break the up the work of, day. Good. Well, the world of uh, business finance uh, <laughs> is uh, heating up. Q4 is, is, is finance be... French? Is that a French word, finance? That's what I like to call it. Okay. If you own... If you own a business, okay. if you have an LLC, okay. and you need some money to buy some equipment, mm. equipment finance, oh. I got you. Finance is board. what you're saying. Oh, Mike is oh, a you financier. Just the same finance. Okay, I got you. Financier, yes. That's the full French. Wee wee. Wee. Wee wee, motherfucker. Well, well, How's that for welcome. your uh, your, uh, your non-brand safe endorsement right there? That's good. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, uh, speaking of the holidays... You know, a great way to relax around the holidays. Ooh, I do I ever. Tell me, though. Uh, with our friends at Early Bird CBD. Mm. Earlybirdcbd.com. I'm going into my bag right now. I've got, I am currently Ooh. on uh, vacay. I've got, oh, I've got an empty one. And a, uh, I've got some watermelon. Oh, I've got two of these for the weekend. So that's, oh, they're strawberry. We're on a Zoom call and Micah is showing me, for those of you listening, which are the only people who are listening, there is no video asset here. Uh, yeah, that's Mike true. I finished his, the watermelon. His one packs, his indie packs. They're good travel yeah, packs. Yeah, the four packs. They? Yeah. Four packs. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, check out everything they have to offer over at earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code BACKDOORCOVER, save 20%. You won't regret it. Um, you know, I've told the story before. My my uh, father-in-law has uh, some pain management issues uh, due to, to some surgeries and other stuff. And uh, he is in New York. And he has a legal prescription for weed. I guess weed is now legal completely in, in New York, but that's okay. not here. And basically everywhere. Uh, it passed a bunch of states, this this uh, uh, the election the other day. I think I saw that Indiana is the only state, like it's, Indiana is like circled by like eight states. Mm -hmm. And all the other states have weed uh, legal and Indiana doesn't. It's just like uh, dispensaries like on all over its borders. That's probably yeah. How it's that just works. like it's just the secondhand high uh, state. <laughs> People are smoking in every direction. But uh, anyway, he he prefers the early bird over uh, the the stuff, the, the medical deal, stuff over field. over the real stuff. So you know, it's a microdose. You guys know about it by now. Earlybirdcbd.com. You can get get a jar with a twenty pack, or just get these little four packs, uh, sample packs. They're great for travel. Great for the airplane. You know, you know what it is if you're traveling this. Uh, this holiday season stock up now thanksgiving's right around the corner let's go or quick shipping earlybirdcbd.com and they're Back totally legal it's not like you're you're trapped legal in all drugs. 50 states yeah. you can that's, drive around like right. it's a six-pack of beer so it is what it is i wouldn't suggest drink uh, taking them and driving sure but, but if you you're know, traveling it's not like you're crossing borders with you know that's right these are legal in all 50 states yeah um Anyway, mm. earlybirdcbd.com. Brad and I have not been with you in a while, uh, but we've had plenty of content on the on the feed recently, thanks to our good friend Can't Miss Mitch. The algo is hot. The algo is smoking hot. It's hitting like 63% this season. Go to uh, patreon.com slash betthealgo. Mitch referred to himself as uh, Colin Coward with his individual solo recap act. So 
Yeah, he's, he's really on one. Yeah, Mitch, it, Mitch is man, all in. Mitch, I mean, the the algo. I think we've been doing the algo now for four or five years with Mitch. Yeah. He had one year where they he like broke even or was a little under, but and he totally tore up the algo, restarted it, Burned and it. he's at sixty two percent, like on the record. That's yep. crazy. Pretty damn good. Anyone over fifty five is 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 you're making money. If you're at sixty two, cha ching. Yep. Tear up that four hundred one k. Let's go bet the algo. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, if anybody out there works at Instagram and wants to help us get our, our page back, we are currently trying to get the backdoor cover Instagram page back. Yeah. For those uh, of you who remember in 2019, the last time that thing had, yeah, had life. It was awesome. It was fun. I mean, we, we were running an awesome feed, but yeah, the last piece of do? feedback I got, we sent them screenshots of posts we made. And one of the captions was this guy fucks. And it was talking about Gardner Minshew and they're like, perhaps it was the language used in the, the, the caption. I was like, are you kidding? You you banned the account probably, for an f bomb. No, I think it was probably the uh, illegal video of NFL football, but not, <laughs> neither here nor there. If anybody <laughs> that would have been the better. Meta, yeah, that would have been the more likely scenario. But whatever. Long story short, we're trying to get it works back. At meta, so, get at us. Um, yeah. Y'all keep your fingers crossed. It we will have a new channel to to distribute content if that gets back. Uh, approved. And follow us on Twitter at Backdoor Cover. Can't miss Mitch. I gave him the reins the keys to oh, the car did. today so things could get really unhinged and On if they X. do it's yeah if they do it's mitch it's not us if it's good content we'll take all the credit there you go all right cool um well now that we're we're a few minutes into this let's let's talk about some some football some sports uh brad you've been watching hoops you have any thoughts on the end season tournament i i know how offended you are by the courts i'm not i'm not that offended i kind of like it, it it makes me know that it's a game that accounts towards something different, like the total wins. Yeah, I like, don't hate the idea of yeah. custom courts. I just hate most of the custom courts. They're so bright. They are really obnoxious, but they're kind of fun, man. I don't care. I don't really mind them. Um, I've been kind of shocked to see how much uh, Milwaukee struggled with uh, getting Dame implemented into that system and scheme uh, with a new coach. Um but man, like every team is fun to watch. The Rockets are kind of competitive for the first time under Ime Udoka. So uh, I'm a Rockets fan, clearly. I'm a Houston and the guy. the Rockets so. have been sneaky good. But you know who's been um, not sneaky good, who've been straight up good? Well, not really good, but fun to watch. The Spurs, my man. Your guys Wimby. are good. Wimby. But this, of it's all of the supporting cast, too, that I really love. Like I no, like a up, lot Brad. of those guys. You shut up. Wimby's the only one that matters, bro. He's a freak. Uh, th- the rest of these guys won't be around in two years, but Wimby will be. I saw a pretty goat. funny post. It was it was like to all those who are comparing Wimby to uh, what was it Bull Bull? What, what's the tall guy's name? Yeah, Bull Bull. It, yeah. To Bull Bull, the difference between seven feet and seven foot five looks like this, and it was like Wimby making Bull Bull look like a small child, and I was like, oh, that is uh, interesting. Okay, gotcha. Five inches at the Bull. seven foot level is a, quite a dramatic difference. Bull Bull is the most uh, just disrespectful comp that anyone has ever had. <laughs> and it all started with Shaq, and then then it's like when he has a bad game, people come out Bull Bull, get out of here. The thing that's weird is his arms. Like he can reach the basket from like four feet outside of the lane, like without with one step, like he's at the rim, and it's he is just like Stretch Armstrong. It's bizarre to watch. And then like his, we got to get his yeah, blocking we gotta shots get down is just unbelievable, devastating. So I agree, I'm in. I got some guy trying to sell his corporate tickets, so maybe I'll take him up on a sales I, pitch. I get him too. Yeah, I, probably the same guy. Probably. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's get to some football. 
Um, we're not going to talk about the game last night because I didn't watch it. Did you watch it, Brad? Yeah, it was stinky as hell. It was what exactly yeah. what you expected it to be. Although I do have one story I heard about uh, Bajent that I want to share, if that's okay with you. Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, apparently he, we all know he went to Shepard. I was listening to a podcast uh, with Peter Schrager. He's like recapping all this unbelievable shit about him. Apparently, Love Peter up, Schrager. Peter Schrager is great. Leading up to uh, training camp, the Bears gave uh, Bajent a playbook. And so to learn the playbook, he went to every day, him and his buddy went to Shepherd University's field and he stood in the middle of the field and his buddy stood on the sideline and they had cell phones and his buddy would call in a play and then Bajent would play out the, the playbook. And they did that for six months leading up to training camp. And so when they got there, I, who was it, Brian Hoyer or some guy was the backup there and they were like, well, this guy knows the playbook better than you, so you can go, Bajent's going to be our backup. I just thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I heard uh, uh, Mike Wilbon, who is, of course, a Chicago guy, yeah. has has said that like he was hearing in training camp that like this guy runs the offense. <laughs> he he got here one man ago, but he knows like the entire playbook. And so I'm not. That's a that's a that's that An story. Incredible story. It is really wild. The other thing they says he he got invited to the Senior Bowl there in West Virginia. And the mm -hmm. school didn't have funds to fly him there, so the coaches rented a, a minivan and drove him from West Virginia to like wherever the game was in Las Vegas or somewhere. Uh, so that, it, there's just so many fucking good stories coming out about that Bajan kid. So it's fun to kind of root for him, and that's the only really like interesting point of that game last night is just seeing how that kid ends up, his career ends up playing out. So uh, happy to see him get the win. They didn't cover though. Sorry to hear about it. I had the Panthers but hit three and a half by the way, so I felt good about that. I was on the Panthers too, yeah. so big, big win for us. Shouts That's to us. too much time spent on the worst game of the week uh, in primetime. Probably the worst primetime game in the history of the NFL. It has to be the worst of all time. Has to be. Has I mean, be. I can't imagine one and seven versus two and six and has ever Bears happened get, before. No matter what, they get the they get the Panthers pick. So whoever wins that game, there is no stakes for the draft. The Bears get both. The Bears win and they win. Good for the Bears. Yep. All right, let's let's talk some college football. Um, oh, did I ever tell you the John Mayer story? <laughs> what? No. What's John Mayer okay. story? So I went to the John Mayer concert last week. Oh. I guess we haven't, haven't podcasted since this. Or I didn't tell the story. Did he shred? Um, okay. I don't, I'm going to talk quietly because my wife's in the other room. Uh, this was, it was John Mayer solo. Okay. So he, it was just like, like acoustic? an acoustic show. Okay, cool. Yeah, at the Moody Center. Now, if this concert was at, for those in Austin, the ACL Live, like a 2,500-person yeah. uh, building, it would have been great. If it was at the Saxon Pub in front of 200 people, it would have been the greatest show of my life. In a basketball arena, it was just <laughs> kind of I – mean, he's a talented guy. He's not not my cup of tea. But regardless, we had a, we had a nice time there. Did you know that the, the dudes over at Wash Media have a sponsor that uh, – uh, uh, mushroom, like psychedelic mushroom no. uh, edibles. How about that? Yeah. Did you eat that them? they claim? Or, no, I didn't. But I saw uh, a, a couple of unnamed, unnamed members of the staff there that were enjoying those. Oh, nice. Um, I've seen one yeah. solo acoustic act. It was at the Paramount Theater, and it was unbelievable. It was Chris Cornell from Soundgarden. And then, oh, shit. You know, that like, sounds amazing. Yeah, and like it was in the kind of setting that you're describing, and it was an acoustic thing. But it was like one of the coolest shows I've ever seen in my life. So... Uh, probably not the same as John Mayer at a basketball court, though. Yeah, so John Mayer plays. And this was last Wednesday, which was game five of the World Series. And the guy sitting next to us was clearly with his girlfriend or wife or whatever. And um, 
he uh, before the show started, he's sitting there watching the game on the live stream. Like on his he's telephone? watching the, he's wearing a Rangers hat. And uh, then like as soon as the concert started, all the service sucked in there. And so he was watching just GameCast. Like, you know. Like the text um, just GameCast. Yeah, and he was just like pulling refresh, 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 <laughs> refresh. Like he was watching very intently. <laughs> so then an hour goes by and I look over and he just goes like just gives like this mild fist pump. And his girlfriend uh, goes, did they win? And he goes, yes. <laughs> is is it over? He goes, yeah. She goes, is that it? And he goes, yeah, my favorite team just won their first ever World Series. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, congrats, babe. And he was like, thanks. Thank and you. it was so funny. And then a minute late, well, yeah. And then like five minutes later, he uh john mayer went from the guitar to the piano and like the lights came up and he was on the piano and this guy said the funniest thing i've ever heard in my entire life he just said out loud just goes is there anything this guy can't do (laughs) (laughs) and i i just i i've never laughed so hard caitlin and i were like kicking each other it was great so he made the show for you yeah he did uh he also that guy got excited one time John Mayer was playing, and you know he's been on tour with the Grateful Dead or yeah, the yeah. Dead Dead and Company for years now, and uh, he sort of like played like Friend of the Devil, like or he played like some he played fifteen seconds of a like Dead a song. Lick. He didn't yeah. sing it. Yeah, he just played a lick, like or he was played like yeah, like four lines of Truckin', and this guy just like perked up and goes, "Oh, Truckin', go Johnny!" <laughs> and then. Then he like played out of it and played your body as a wonderland or something. This guy was like, just went back to sleep. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was great. Great show. This guy sounds like someone I could hang with. Yeah. I really like that guy. Yeah. Um, but we had a lovely time. All right. So let's talk college football. Big weekend. Lots of action. Uh, let's start with big nude Saturday. The number three Michigan Wolverines in the middle of one of the most hilarious scandals of all time at Penn state. Number 10. It's a big game. Uh, neither of these teams have played anyone all season. It's a, a Penn State played Ohio State and got beat, but not by Michigan much. has played nobody. Yeah, but Michigan's played absolutely nobody. So we'll see if they're good. Their four point favorite, Michigan is uh, Penn State, number one in the country in both turnover margin and ex- and um, expected turnover margin, which is an advanced number on the national averages for fumble recoveries and interception to pass breakup ratios. Jesus, you aren't kidding uh, about it. Michigan really has not played anybody. I mean, they've been beating the absolute shit out of people. So Yes, and they've apparently been stealing everyone's signs. So, oh, that's so unforgivable, um, yeah. This is the yeah, stupidest well, this, scandal of all time. It's my favorite of all time. Um We'll see. It should be a great game. Michigan is a five-point favorite currently. Um, I think I like Penn State here at home. At least I like the points. I like Michigan. I like Michigan for sure. I think they're coming. Like that kind of momentum is real. Like it's palpable, especially in college football. I think they come in and just continue to roll people up. Uh. The number nine Ole Miss Rebels go to the Georgia Bulldogs. That's the late game on ESPN, uh, six uh, six o'clock Central Time. Um, inside the hedges, Georgia coming off of a surprisingly tough game against our Missouri Tigers. We'll talk about them later. Ole Miss has bounced back after their loss to Alabama and has won five or six in a row since then. Um, 
four, five. This should be fun. And they barely inked one out last week about or against Texas A and M thirty eight thirty five. So yeah, this one barely beat be the Aggies last week. That's true. Um, Ole Miss is very explosive, but they are likely to turn the ball over. Um, we'll see what happens. Georgia, Georgia's ten 11. and a half point favorite at home. Yeah, I'm seeing yeah, 11, 10 and a half, crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of points against the that number seems, nine team. That seems like a lot of passes or a lot of points, but. Uh, this could be a get-right game for Georgia, or it could be the biggest win of Lane Kiffin's career. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. I know that. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to call it a get-right game when they're unbe- they're, they're undefeated. And, yeah, they they beat us by nine points. Missouri is their last game, and it's like, is that really a failure? Like, that, that's pretty good, uh, all things considered. So it is what it is. Uh, in the Pac-12, we get to find out how good Washington is again. Uh, coming off a win against USC, they face Utah at home. Um, Utah, Oregon, Oregon beat Utah 35-6, to six, so yeah. Washington should probably win. But uh, Utah smoked Arizona State 55-3 to three last week, and Utah is tough and big, and we'll see Washington's pass defense isn't very good. Their defense in general isn't very good. Uh, Washington, a nine-and-a-half point favorite. Every week I pick Utah, and most of the time they disappoint me mm-hmm. uh, as an underdog, but I like the points here. You do. Um, I like Washington. I'm I'm in on UW. I think they're coming out the pack uh, in the playoff this year, so uh, I'm a big fan, actually. I really like that squad. So, well, we'll see. They're well-rounded. We'll see what they can do. Uh, also in the Pac-12, USC, unranked now, goes to Oregon. This game played at 10.30 p.m., 9.30 Central Time on Fox. This is Pac-12 after dark. Um, Ducks a 15-point favorite. Uh, USC can still get to the Pac-12 championship, but they went out. Um, but They got uh, a I tall mean, task 15, ahead of them. 15 seems, again, seems like a lot of points here, but Oregon's good. I mean, their only loss was was sort of inexplicable with a bunch of fourth down. And USC has the worst defense I've ever seen. They did fire their defense coordinator last week, so we'll see if they bounce back. They change their scheme. Should be fun. Are you sure they can make it if they win out? There's uh, only yes. two games left, it looks like, in the Pac-12. Anyways. Uh, I'm just reading if USC wins out, a Pac-12 championship appearance is very much within reach. I don't know if it's guaranteed, but... Uh, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Okay. So they still have something to play for, and, and uh, the Ducks are still very much in it as well. Uh, the battle for second place in the SEC East, mm. your number 13, well, your number 14 Missouri Tigers host the number 13 Tennessee Vols. This game, that... 2.30 on CBS. In Columbia, Missouri. Uh, yes, Mizzou, two weeks in a row in the 2.30 slot, even though we haven't been in the 2.30 slot in five years. Uh, this one, I guess we'll probably have the A-team announcers there, too, which is pretty exciting. Um, as I mentioned, this game now is basically a battle for number two in the SEC East. A year from now, this game is an elimination game for the college football playoff. How about that? How about that? Um, right now, it's basically a fight for a New Year's Six bowl game, which would be a second straight for Tennessee in the first in 10 years for Mizzou. Um, Mizzou, I'm reading uh, from uh, Bill Connolly here. They don't hang banners for, quote, you made the defending national champ sweat for two straight years. But Eli Drinkowicz is headed back home Saturday confident in how good his team is. 
Uh, Tigers have another chance to prove it. Tennessee has beaten Mizzou by an average of 54 to 20 over Drink's previous three seasons. Okay. Um, they've Tennessee has won five of the last six. Um, and they're two point favorites. It looks like here on the on the line. Tennessee is. Uh, is it up to two? That's what it, it says opened on at one and a half. I think it went down to one. It might be up to two right now. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, if Mizzou wins here, we're, we're good. Um, if we're not, we're just okay. You know, this is the difference between being 10 and two at the end of the year and being, uh, eight and four or nine and three, uh, Tigers come in seven and two. I'm, I'm very excited for yeah, this game, big game, a big one. It should be fun. I mean, I, Tennessee plays fast. Mizzou has exciting players. If you're, I know you've listened to us talk about Mizzou all season, but I think you'll enjoy this one. Yep. Uh, you're not. You don't have anything better going on tomorrow at two thirty anyway. Uh, to the to the Big Twelve, number fifteen Oklahoma State goes to UCF. Uh, OSU is only a thirteen or only a three point road favorite. Um, UCF has gotten a little bit better. They're four and five currently, though. Uh, we'll see. That one should be kind of fun. These are some good Big Twelve matchups. Uh, Texas Tech goes to K, uh, to KU. Kansas ranked number sixteen, a four point favorite. Uh, let's go Red Raiders. Uh, West Virginia goes to Oklahoma. Uh, OU a thirteen point home favorite. Baylor goes to K State, ranked number twenty fifth. K State a twenty point favorite. That game probably not going to be too compelling. Uh, Iowa State goes to BYU, and uh, Iowa State a seven-point road favorite. Uh, I think I like BYU there. BYU is, uh, is now a quarterback factory, apparently. There's multiple BYU apparently. guys starting in the NFL this last couple weeks, so how about that? How about that? Uh, Miami at Florida State. Uh, there's not a whole lot on the line for Miami other than a chance to ruin Florida State's season. Florida State is a 14-point favorite, up or down from 15 earlier in the week. Um, we'll see how good Florida State is this week. I mean, this is a game. Miami's got the talent. This game also at 2:30 on ABC. Yeah, uh, should be. I, I mean, I don't really like watching Miami play, but uh, Florida State's pretty exciting, so we'll be watching that one. How about our our friends over at James Madison? They host UConn. They're 24 and a half point favorites. Uh, bet the house on the Dukes, 9-0, and winning basketball games. Basically the greatest program in all of college sports right now. Mike is a Duke now. Yeah, we got the flag flying outside my house. <laughs> my wife's embarrassed, but I was like, well, if we got to ride this. we got to ride this as far as we can. I'm glad that you're um, at least there manning it up, throwing the flag up, doing your thing. Doing your part, Micah. Thank you, Brad. Letting people know. Uh, other interesting games, Alabama goes to Kentucky. Uh, Bama's a ten and a half point road favorite there. Uh, Georgia Tech at Clemson. Uh, Clemson a fourteen point favorite. Mm. Uh, Tulsa at Tulane. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. Uh, let's see, Arizona at Colorado. If you're interested, Arizona's a ten and a half point road favorite in that one. Really, man, Colorado slipped really far there. Uh, Rutgers at Iowa. The over under is like nine points in this game, the lowest ever. Uh, I can't wait for this. Iowa, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. This is this is uh, the sickos game of the week if you're on the internet, which is funny. Dude, um, Arizona has played five games in a row versus ranked opponents. It was Washington 7, USC 9, Washington State 19, Oregon State 11, UCLA 19, 
and they've won three of five. So that's pretty impressive. Three in a row much against improved. ranked teams. Yeah, that's not usual for Arizona, who's using the basement of the, the pack. So good to see them in there. Number 21, Arizona. Bear down. Florida, uh, Florida at LSU Saturday night. Uh, LSU's a 13.5-point favorite, but the past nine games have all been decided by one score. This one could be could get a little silly, or mm. LSU could just stomp them, but they're playing with a backup quarterback. We'll see. Uh, Texas at TCU. Quinn Ewers is back, which seems a little quick to me. I'm just going to say it. You think so? Um, yeah, I, I, I think. But uh, Texas, a 10-point road favorite uh, in that game. That's a night game. And then Duke at North Carolina. Carolina, a 20 or a 14 and a half point favorite. Um, but they're playing with uh, Duke is playing with a third string quarterback. Um, we'll see if Carolina can bounce back or if they're in the middle of just a, a total collapse. Um, and then uh, Michigan State goes to Ohio State. Who cares? Yeah, man, this should be a great weekend of football. Duke is so lame. Sorry, I just had okay. to say it. I, I just needed to get my jab in. They got well, the, they got know, like all the the two or three best recruits in the entire country, so, what the Cooper Flag kid and the rest of them have now officially gone Duke. So good for them, losers. Well, they they got the number one basketball recruiting class in the country, and number two is your fighting Missouri Tigers, Let's Dennis go. Motherfucking Gates. <laughs> uh, we'll get into college hoops at a later date. We don't have time for that. All right, let's run through the the football here. Uh, Fantasy alert, football. fantasy alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit the high porn, Brad. Let me get you one. <laughs> Although, if you're starting either a Colt or a Patriot in your fantasy league, uh, your team probably sucks anyway. But uh, that game is – we do have an 8.30 a.m. Central Time game uh, Frankfurt. On, on Sunday in Frankfurt. Uh, in the noon window, Texans at Bengals is fairly tasty. I Bengals is a, a six-and-a-half point favorite. Could yeah. be a good one. Uh, everybody seems to be on the Cincinnati bandwagon. We'll see if Houston can uh, have a good showing. An important game: the five and four Saints, the five and four Vikings. Vikings coming off of one of the most improbable wins of the year with Josh Dobbs, the rocket scientist, uh, showing up on campus like two, uh, you know one minute before the game started and and leading them to a victory. The first snap uh, two, he took from the, the center was on the sideline like one minute before he went in to spell the injured quarterback that he was the BYU kid. So uh, unbelievable. I don't know how that it was really crazy works, but okay. Uh, Packers and Steelers Titans at bucks. Ooh, that game stinks. Ooh. Niners at Jags is pretty tasty. Yeah. It's a really, good uh, San, San Francisco is a three point home favorite or road favorite. I should say at Jacksonville. Mm. I think I like the Jags in this spot. Um, Jags are six and two Niners, five and three. Um, that's a pretty good one. The Niners are in a three-game losing streak, so like they got to win mm-hmm. this one, basically. Four in a row can't happen. Browns-Ravens is a good one. Probably the best uh, game of the, the week. Baltimore, six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Um, yeah, that's that's good. In the afternoon window, uh, you got the Stanky Giants at the Cowboys. Cowboys a 17-point favorite <laughs> against Danny DeVito's son. Um <laughs> Man, the man, the Giants. It's just tough to be a football fan in New York. These teams are just terrible, absolutely terrible. Jets and Giants, mm-hmm. um, and just with nothing, nothing to show for what they have. I mean, the Jets um, at least have a really amazing defense, but yeah, but that sort of makes it worse. It just so disappointing. They have more. nothing on offense. Yeah, uh, Falcons at Cardinals. We may get uh, Kyler Murray return. Uh, apparently we will Atlanta, a two point favorite on the road there. That game stinks though. Mm. Uh, 
Lions and Chargers has some potential. Every week I get kind of excited for whoever the Chargers are going to play, and Me then too. they don't ever score. They, they're they 4-4. and four. They don't score any points. The games aren't exciting, uh, although they do play close games. Lions and Chargers are pretty good. Detroit, a three-point road favorite, if you want to call that a road game, because uh, it's in L.A. and Chargers have no fans. Also, also in the late window, Commies at Seahawks, 4-5 and five Commanders, 5-3 five and three Hawks. Hawks, a six-and-a-half-point home favorite. Mm. And then uh, the Sunday night game is a stanker. The Jets at Raiders. I can't believe these teams both have four wins, though. That's kind of surprising. <laughs> um, but that stinks. Vegas is a one-point favorite. And then the Monday night game, eh, the three and five Broncos. Nobody can get excited about watching them play ever. Go to the five and four Bills. And what's basically a must-win game for Buffalo. Um, Chiefs, Rams, Dolphins, and Eagles on by this week. Some pretty tasty matchups, but how the Raiders are ever a one-point favorite, like directly after firing their coach, I don't know. I guess versus the Jets, it is what it is. But like, I think that Jets Gosh. defense is eat them alive. So uh, I kind of like the Jets in that spot. Uh, we'll see. How about Should that? be a pretty good slate. The uh, early and late windows are both pretty good. So, um, yeah, that's that's your college. There's your pros. We talked a little hoops. Uh, you got anything else that you're burning on, Brad? Man, I have not been paying attention to golf, but I might start getting into it here when they get the Hero World Challenge or whatever that comes up around this time every year, and uh, some pretty competitive stuff going. So that's about it, man. I'm just I'm all in on the uh, college hoops is getting going. We got NFL, we got NBA, we got everything. It's a very busy time of year uh, for sports fans. It's almost something on every single night. So it's been good. I love it. All right, let's get out of here, Brad. Play yeah, big guy. This has been fun. Go support our friends over at earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code BACKDOORCOVER. You will not regret it, I mm. promise. And uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Until next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.